Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney and myself. And we're going to talk about the Rolling Stones, sort of, a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about satisfaction. That was just too easy of a joke to go with. Yeah, so I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll show myself out. Uh, we're going to talk about trying to get satisfaction in retirement. And of course, Mick said, can't get no uh, satisfaction. Right. That's right. We're going to try. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Doing pretty good. Are you a Stones fan? Yeah. 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 Some of them. Yeah. Some songs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, I mean the rock, the rock and roller coaster at uh, at um, what is it uh, MGM? I think it is oh, yeah. they call themselves now. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, they've been around a hundred years, so at this point, yeah, you know, exactly. It, it's not that big of a stretch at this point to say a hundred years. It's like sixty something, you know. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's pretty insane. But anyway, we're going to talk about some retirement satisfaction uh, this week, Phil, on the show. But we got to talk about real fast the market because it certainly is not giving anybody any satisfaction. Yeah, t- talking uh, about rolling. <laughs> yeah, so today we're taping this on a Tuesday. Um, and just last week uh, on Friday was not a good day. No. Uh, and, it's, and it's spent no. an entire – it's it's been about, about about a week, really, to be honest. Um, ever since the, the Fed chairman came out and talked a little bit about the housing bubble and a reset and yeah. so on so forth. And it's just been whew, diving. Yeah. I mean, the market keeps hoping, you know, hoping that yeah, the inflation is going to cool down and the Fed's going to quit raising interest rates, but right. it builds up all this hope. And then the Fed just dashes it every time. And I mean, the numbers, the inflation yeah. numbers come out and it's like, okay, no, this is reality. So where we're at, it, you know, you can't hope it away. Because right? he comes out and says something so vague and, yeah. you know, we're, we, we need to reset the pricing on housing. And it's like, but no real kind of construct to what that means. And yeah. the market doesn't like vague. No, they like very specific. They like to know where things are going. The market, right. it's it's you know, yeah. So funny, funny animal. Like most people, I mean, most of us don't like vagueness and un, you know uncertainties. Uh, right. Market right. for sure does not like that uncertainty. So are we seeing an uptick in calls or anything? Anybody a little nervous about all that or, or not? No, really? I mean, it's, you know, like I said, we've, we've got things structured in that uh, that bucket type system. So I'm going to get a few here bucket. and there. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is yeah. all, most of the volatility is happening in the later bucket. I mean, some of it in the soon, especially with bond markets the way they are right now, okay. um, right. Yeah. you know, depending on what allocations we have there. But yeah, I mean, I've had a few calls here and there and it's, you know, a matter of just kind of walking them through where things are at. Yeah. You know, what the managers are doing, we're, we use tactical managers, so they've been taking risk off along the way. So, yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's certainly, you know, again, it, it, it's, it's the part where people make the mistakes, right? Because they see the yep. stuff, they panic, they get nervous, uh, and then they do something maybe they might sh- not should have done if they didn't have a strategy or plan or a tactical manager. It, exactly. It always comes down to don't, don't make a, a harsh decision rash decision just based on emotions. I mean, that's when the wrong decisions are made. Have yep. a plan in place. Understand this is going to happen. You know, we talked about this with all our clients. Unfortunately, a lot of us have forgot, you know, we got very comfortable yep. with oh, yeah. markets. Oh, volatility, sure. But it's so oh, it's a short-lived dip in it, you know, within right. a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month, you're back above the the high and kind of bouncing around upward trending again. So, yep. Well, if it's if fits in nicely with our satisfaction conversation here, because we've sure. got a few pieces, uh, we've got five. Hopefully, we can get through all five here. I think we can. Yeah. Um, 
kind of key elements. They're kind of fairly broad uh, to help you get, you know, find some satisfaction. So you're not, you know, as Mick said, can't get no satisfaction. Yep. So yep. peace of mind is the first one. And really it's kind of around the market. I mean, if you really yeah. want to think about that first one, because the peace of mind element should be regardless of, yes, it's going to cause a little strife and a little stress when these things happen. Uh, right. But if we've got a good strategy in place, hopefully we're weathering any kind of storm because you're going to see things through a 30 year retirement more than likely. Right. Yeah. And, it, you know, if you're the, the person that likes to watch your accounts and, you know, log in every day and see where it's at, you're probably going to have a rough time in retirement. I mean, it's just, you know, volatility happens as part of Not investing. Doing yourself a favor, yeah. No, you're, you're focusing on the wrong thing. You know, have a plan, monitor the plan. You can set it and forget it and don't come back to it again. Monitor the plan, make sure you're on track, revisit it. Sure. Right. You know, don't not open your statements, but don't log into the account every single day. Yeah. You know, don't listen to the talking heads out there and what's going on in the news and, you know, oh, this is happening. That's happening. I mean, it's, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. And, and if you want to have some peace of mind in our first pillar, then our yeah. second pillar is you need some diversity. Now, I'm not talking yes. about diversity in your stock market, but the diversity of income streams so mm -hmm. that you're you're feeling good regardless of what the market's doing, or you're feeling at least, you know, okay. Like you're going to be able to ride the downturns until it comes back up again. Yeah. You have to have a, um, a strategy for income that is going to not be affected or affected dramatically by what's going on in the market. You know, diversity of income is, is one way you've got social security. Right. Everyone at least has that, you know, you might have a pension. Um, some people still have pensions, although a lot of people have been looking at lump sums lately with low interest rates and, the amount that they can get from a pension versus taking the income, not to say that's the strategy everyone should take for sure, but a consideration. Right. right. You know, so maybe two, you know, beyond that, it's then looking at your portfolio, but that, you know, there's the old, I'm going to take out my whatever withdrawal percent you're comfortable with, two, 3%. Right. You know, but even that you have to have some diversity in where that income's coming from. You know, it can't oh, just sure. be out of a general portfolio. Yeah. Because, in that kind of a portfolio, you're going to have ups and downs. The more aggressive pieces are going to be down more. And when you're taking out a piece of an overall portfolio, some of that is dramatically down, which you get into, not to get too deep in the weeds, but this whole concept of what's called sequence of returns, where if you start pulling money out of an account as it's falling, you're going to effectively compound that loss because you're selling more and more shares because they're worth less. Right. Yeah. Because you still need your, you know, two, three, four, whatever it is, thousand a month to live on, yeah. Yeah. you know, this is going to happen. No one's um, going to escape it. You know, it, it's going to happen. <laughs> right. and, and I mean, the, 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 the notion now is, oh, I got to be more conservative. Well, the flip side of risk there is, yeah, you don't maybe have the market risk. And I just met with a, uh, an individual yesterday okay. that they've got everything in their 401k sitting in the, the fixed account you know, um, which the stable value. So yeah, they haven't experienced any of this downside. So they're feeling pretty good about that. Okay. But the reality is inflation's what, 8%, yep. you know? So even though the value, what they see on the statement every month isn't going down, it's going up a little bit, they're feeling pretty comfortable. What yeah. it can buy is less and less and less every year. Yeah, you sure. know, so you, you can't have it. It's all, it's not all one way or another. You have to have to your point, that diversity of income, and then have to build that into an overall investment strategy that matches yeah. back to your plan. You know, when are you going to need the income? So, 
Yeah, and we don't know exactly what September's uh, inflation numbers are going to be yet because it's not no. the end of the month yet. So we got about another week or so, maybe a little yeah. more, and we'll find out what those are going to be if they if they moved at all from the prior month when they ticked back up a bit. Right, um, so right. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, number three on the list. So we go from having peace of mind to having some diversity in income mm-hmm. streams, uh, multiple sources of income to confidence. And I think people need confidence in knowing that they can enjoy retirement, right? I think that's where the hiccup comes. At least that's one I want to focus on for the aspect is to say, okay, if Absolutely. you do have a plan, then you probably do have a better set of a chance of confidence to be able to enjoy and spend the money that you've earned versus yes. someone who does not. Yeah. And that's you know, kind of back to our original discussion, you know, of watching that account every day. I mean, that, that to me just says you don't have confidence because you're always, okay. yeah. you know, I'm afraid what's going on. Oh, I'm going to, you know, what are you going to do with that information? Right. I mean, it, so it's down 20%. What are you going to do with that? Are you, yeah, you know, probably the wrong decision, you know, make the wrong decision if you do anything. So if anything, or you just watched it and got nervous, you know, and, and, not, and now you're not sleeping at night and, you know, yeah. so again, it comes back to have a plan, you know, that, that, you don't just set it and forget it, you know, have a, a an advisor that you work with or if not that you've developed the plan and you're confident enough in your abilities to, to be able to monitor and then work with that plan going forward. Yeah, you might have to make some tweaks here and there along the way, but they shouldn't be dramatic. You know, you, you shouldn't be making huge wholesale changes right now necessarily because you, you might be making the wrong decision, you know, right. if it's, the the, yeah. yeah, exactly. So just, just be very careful, but yeah, it comes back to having, you know, always a plan. Oh, yeah. that, that's the base of having confidence. You know, if you've got a plan, you know, where things are coming from, you should have already had the discussion of this is what markets do, right? We're going to yeah. have volatility knowing that's going to happen though. It should not affect your current income. And that's where confidence really comes in is if you can go into markets like this, realizing that, yeah, it's going to happen. I know I'm going to see ups and downs. I can, I can ride through it. But it didn't change where I'm at today. I'm still going to be able to get my whatever it is that I need that month, you know, all the way through and everything's good. When that light bulb kicks on, like when you see it in the, in the client or the new client's face that, oh, I, I got it. Like I've, that confidence kind of kicks in. That's got to be pretty yeah. cool because they realize now, hey, I can actually go and enjoy my retirement. That's got to be a cool moment. Yeah. And that's a lot of that comes at the end of the planning process. Once we've got all these pieces in place, because now they're comfortable, they know that things are going to happen, right? We don't control them. We control our reactions to them, you know, and and that's where the plan is going to help because we've already had that discussion. We've set pieces and and things up in, in place to help maybe hedge against it, maybe lessen, you know, the effect of whatever that is on your scenario but you can't live in fear every day or you're just entire retirement is going to be terrible. You're not going to right. enjoy it. That's not what it's about. So yeah, and that, but yeah, that it, it's kind of cool. Once you, you get to that oh, scenario to, to build all these pieces and put it together, they're like, all right, yeah, I can do this. This is yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, but to that point, and we've talked about this many times too, that's why saving for retirement is so, so much different than living in retirement and having a plan for distribution, two Very totally different strategies. You're saving for retirement. This is a buying opportunity. Actually, you shouldn't be slowing down. You should be speeding up because you're yeah. buying everything at a discount. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I mean, you you potentially can can buy more shares now because they're lower cost. Well, the two sides of that coin. But, so I'll use my my myself real fast. So my brother's sixty four. Okay, mm-hmm. and then and right now, and every day, yeah, he's like, oh, this is killing me because I'm getting ready to retire. Yeah. I'm fifty one, and I'm not nearly as panicked as he is. Right. Right. You've got time. time. Right. Yep. So yeah, so it all comes down to that time horizon, and that's you've got to have different strategies. It's totally different scenarios. Just like as you age, your doctors probably change. Well, right. you know, other things need to change in, in retirement too. So. I don't know. I still go to the pediatrician because I want the lollipop, but you there, there you go. There you go. Uh, okay. So let's go to number four here, security. Now security, you could easily roll it back to peace of mind. And again, these all kind of play together like a financial right. plan truly does. Anyway, they all mm-hmm. play together, but security of whatever aspect that's most important to you, but in this case, let's kind of maybe say security of a health plan or some sort of uh, plan for, you know, right. long-term care, whatever that case might be, because that's going to play a big factor in, uh, again, the, if the idea is satisfaction in retirement, right. let's have some security about our health as we age as well. Right. Absolutely. So it's, it's one of those pieces you have to look at is healthcare and retirement um, key. Again, when you're working um, totally different scenario, probably on a company plan, very structured. You know exactly what you're paying, you know, group plan, generally pretty good coverage. You know, you get into retirement. Now they think, oh, no, I'm on my own, you know, understand Medicare. Medicare is huge. Yeah. Um, you know, we work with all our clients that are, are going through the retirement process in the, in the office, helping them walk through all the different strategies. And we're right. getting ready to enter into that time every year where people can make changes in those plans. But there are really good plans and, and options out there. Make the right decision as you get into retirement for medical. You know, it is something that understand pros and cons. Don't pick the cheapest plan. Right. You know, because when you're in good health today, you've got one opportunity when you first come into Medicare. They don't look at um, health and underwriting. You get whatever you want. But going forward, you potentially you're going to have to be underwritten. Insurance companies can say no or they can take you on and rate you. So now your premium is much higher. Yeah. So again, it's it's like any decision in retirement. You know, you can't look at today. You, you've got to look at the whole timeline and make a decision with that in mind. And, and so. hopefully, on that one, you're making some of those decisions sooner than later. And I know, I know you're yep. not, folks, because that's how we are as humans. We put everything off till the last minute. Yeah. But- try to do yourself a favor and talk about that stuff as soon as possible, right? Yes. I mean, it's age plays a factor. It just does. It it absolutely does. As you age, you know, as things change medically, now all of a sudden maybe you can't get it or it costs more, you know, so the healthcare side of it, the other side, long-term care. I mean, it's one of those pieces that none of us want to think we're ever going to be there. Yep. But statistically more and more of us, because we're living longer, but they still haven't figured out the brain totally and how to fix that. I mean, that's the biggest risk. Um, in retirement from an, an aging standpoint is needing that long-term care from the dementia or cognitive type of uh, illnesses that it can be very expensive. Oh, yeah. So again, not to say you should live retirement in fear of what if that happens, understand it, plan for it, you know, just have that discussion and, and then let it go. I mean, the there's only so many things you right. can do, yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah, you well, have to not ignore it until oh, I think I'm, I'm going to need it. And now it's too late. So yeah. 
Yeah, when I saw they were, you know, a couple of years ago that they were like printing body parts, 3D body parts, and trying out some of that technology and working on it, I was like, yeah. oh man, we're going to be in for it. There's a 3D <laughs> lung, I think, and, and all sorts of weird stuff. So, yeah, so we're uh, living longer with that, but the, yeah. you know, they haven't it's, figured that brain out yet. They I don't know. That's a weird brain, one, but so. Yeah, I don't think I want to be the first one to try a 3D printed body part, you know. The cyborg. <laughs> maybe in like a knee replacement or something, right? Where it's mechanical, but a lung or something. No. I'm, Right, right. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's do number five here. Phil, we'll wrap her up. Uh, sure. Independence. Independence is the last one of our five here. Uh, mm-hmm. And this could be, you know, you could look at it a number of ways. You could look at it as independence from government. Uh, yeah. so, AKA, I don't want to have to be solely reliant on my social security, right? right. Or independence from the market. I don't want to be completely reliant on what the economy is doing or the market's doing. Uh, yeah. I want to focus real fast, if we could, on independence from family. And what I mean by that is, is being able to do something with family because you want to. So like my mom, for example, I like to use real world examples as much as we can here. Absolutely. She she lived with us for the first few years of her retirement and she was miserable and we were miserable. And eventually she got herself to where she got on a waiting list to get into a senior uh, apartment Mm -hmm. complex. It's just for seniors. And while it, it, it cost her a little bit more, kind of set her back a little bit, she felt that was worth it to take away uh, or to give herself some more independence uh, and make her feel a little bit more, you know, like her own person. And, and I think that's important for as we're aging as well as to have that independence because we don't want to be a burden on our kids. We want to enjoy them, but not be a burden. Right. And that's a discussion we have often with clients of, you know, I don't want to be a burden to my kids. What, you know, if I need some kind of care, I want to make sure that I'm, I've got things structured such that I can handle right. that. My assets right. can carry me through. That's kind of the last resort. You know, yeah. now, I mean, if the, if the kids want to be involved and help with that, sure, sure. that's great, but you don't want to have to, I take her to doctor's appointments all the time, but right. you, yeah, you don't want them showing up on your doorstep one day saying, Oh, you know, spend all my money. Here I am. Yeah, I'm a bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and I imagine that comes into play when one spouse passes too. Right. And often sure. we pass first as the males. And then, so, uh, you know, very often, I'm sure a lot of, of the females are kind of like, hey, I don't want to move in with the kids yet. I still I still want to be me. You know, I still right. want to. And so th- having a plan and working with a strategy and having you know, a, a, someone like yourself, hey, how do we yep. make this happen so I can stay on my own? And that's the kind of the final stage of planning that we always walk through is, you know, what happens if? You know, all those stress tests. What happens if one of the spouse passes early? What does that look like? Is yeah. that surviving spouse? still able to continue and maintain lifestyle through the rest of their life. You know, what happens if there's long-term care needs, you know, so you've got to plan for the best, prepare for the worst, they say, right. So understand plan that everything's going to live your work. Great. You're going to live full life expectancies. Nothing's going to happen. And, you know, off into the sunset you go and that's the way we'll move, but we have to cool. Yeah. And hopefully you have that path, you know, but if not, you know, we want to understand what happens if some of these things happen along the way. Yep. You don't want to wait till then because now maybe you could have made some changes and decisions earlier to lessen the burden on the plan. You know, yep. you know, it, if you wait till that happens, now all of a sudden it might be you've got to dramatically change things. You know, it no longer works as it is. So very true, very true. Not an easy well, discussion to have. No one likes to, to go down that path necessarily, but no, but it's something you should look at. So the sooner, the sooner you can do some of these, these five things here on our yes. list, the sooner you can hopefully get satisfaction 
uh, in retirement and you can tell Mick to stick it, right? That's so right. peace of mind, diversity, confidence, security, and independence. And we'll finish off with a little uh, fun rock and roll trivia. So I did not know this story, but I learned it recently from uh, uh, from another uh, friend that I do a, do a show with as well. Mm-hmm. And it takes place in Michigan. I did not know that uh, the Mr. Jimmy referred to in the song and can't get in satisfaction is from Minnesota. Uh, oh, and really? So, Apparently, Mick was in a convenience store, gas station, something like that in Minnesota, uh, and was looking for something. And as the legend goes, Mr. Jimmy said he didn't have it. Mick said he really wanted it. And he said, well, you can't always get what you want. So, <laughs> there you go. And he put you it know in he was song. writing a lyric when he said that. Huh? That's right. Well, I guess Mick didn't either. So if you go Google that, apparently it talks a little bit about the story about this this convenience store shop owner named Mr. Jimmy, and it's in Minnesota. So Very there you cool. go little rock and roll trivia for you today as we finish up the podcast. But hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Yep. Uh, satisfaction, certainly important, right? In retirement, yes. we all want to get there. So working with a professional uh, certainly is going to help that along the way. But definitely trying to hit these key pillars is going to do a lot for that. So if you've got some stuff in place, it makes it a little easier to do. So thanks for hanging out. As always, we appreciate your time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Phil and I will catch you next week here on the show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, and YouTube. We'll see you next time on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.